0: Welcome to the Kingdom Life Podcast, where we talk about life with God in His Kingdom. I'm Connie Willems. Today we're talking with Constance Ladd. Constance and her husband Ronnie have been long-term members at All Saints Community Church, and we know her well as a woman of prayer. Today I'll get to talk with her about how that life of prayer was formed. Well, I am talking today with Constance Ladd. Constance, it is a joy to have you here. <laughs> Thank you. Thank this you. This is just going to be so fun.
1: <laughs> I, it's relaxing, really. I love it. Yes. To be able to sit here and talk to Connie. And Yeah. I don't think we've had this before. Just quick conversations,
0: no. right? Not this kind of conversation where we get to go somewhere. Yes. And I would feel privileged just to get to do this, but people get to listen into it. So I guess we should just warn people we're not sure where we're going. (laughs) (laughs) But we're going to enjoy ourselves. All right. Jesus is driving the train, and we're just going to ride. We are just going (laughs) to (laughs) ride. I love it. (laughs) Well, what we're talking about today is prayer. And I wanted to talk with you because I know that that is a very rich place. You and God, mm-hmm. and I feel like um, I feel like I've seen some of the symptoms of it, but I haven't gotten to talk about what's underneath those. Mm-hmm. So I just we're going to get to do that today. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to start just by asking: Can you give us a snapshot of what prayer looks like for you at this stage of your life? Mm. Right now,
1: uh where I am in my stage of life is um, lifting not only my grandbabies up in prayer, and, uh, but listening to see what the Holy Spirit is saying about um, family mm. and friends and coworkers and Getting up, being excited to hear what the Holy Spirit is going to tell me that day. Who needs prayer the most? Mm -hmm.
0: You said you woke up, you kind of wake up getting to be excited about what the Holy Spirit is going to do. I'm picturing that it probably goes both ways, that the Holy Spirit's probably excited. (laughs) Okay, Constance is waking up. (laughs) (laughs) Here's what we get to do today. This is what we get to do today. (laughs) and i
1: find that uh mostly in uh worship c- because i when i do get up and have that time with god i love 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 to worship as i'm praying and in that time of worship there there are things that the holy spirit shows me and brings people to mind that you know if it's even if it's just your daily Uh, Bible verse that you're reading or a chapter you're reading, someone may need just
0: this very word. That simple thing. What is it about that combination for you of worship and prayer and hearing the Holy Spirit?
1: I I just feel like, um, for one, I'm a worshiper, and I love, love, love to worship. I feel like it's a bonding time with the holy spirit and with jesus just that bonding together um feeling like i'm on one accord with the holy spirit and that i could get clarity and just worshiping him adoration loving him and then leading into prayer and uh hearing different whether it's a scripture or the holy spirit speaking a word uh it i feel like they they're all intertwined into mm. one and so i get joy into worshiping him and in turn i get that um
0: bonding of i love you too i love that way you're saying it of you getting the bonding with the holy spirit i don't Mm -hmm. know if i've thought about that before of what bonds me Mm -hmm. with the holy spirit Mm
1: -hmm. it's it's uh um i i received a word from a uh, evangelist one time years ago and he called me out of where i was sitting and he said worship that's your, that's your joy. Worship is your joy. And it was like, yeah, I never thought about it that way.
0: But it was in you
1: already? It was in me already.
0: But you hadn't had words for it.
1: Right. Mm. Exactly.
0: Did that spark something in you even more?
1: It did. It felt like a a, a leap of confirmation. Mm. You know how you're trying to put your finger on something and you you're like, it's something, but I can't (laughs) explain what that is. And it is that closeness that I feel I receive, that bonding closeness when I'm worshiping and going into prayer and just talking to Jesus. Um, and, And it's a it's. It's a good combination for me, <laughs>
0: <laughs> take us back to whenever that started.
1: Mm. wow, was I received Christ um at age fifteen, and um my mentor was our minister of music, and so I think that through Doris being my mentor. It was just a natural thing for us to get together and just sing and praise God and worship him and in that what happens? I find myself I found myself just speaking to Jesus, just talking mm. and telling him how much I love him and thanking him for all that he's done for me that day, whether it's, you know, thanking Thanking you, Lord, for blessing me to be able to study and get an A on that exam or um, that I felt kept today. I felt protected today. Thank you. And it just, it was from, you know, praise and worship to prayer to, you know, the the gift of tongues started. And it's
0: just always been there ever since. So she... Sounds like she was a praying woman Mm -hmm, as well. What was her prayer life like?
1: Oh, wow. It was strictly prayer. Uh, She was an example of talking to the Lord to to ask
0: if this is a good decision or not. So she just said, I'm getting ready to make or, or Constance is getting ready to make a decision. Let's pray
1: about it. Let's 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 pray about that trip that you want to make or let's pray about where the Lord wants you to go to college. Let's pray about if that's who God wants you to date. And it was as simple as that, just in all things with prayer and supplication. with
0: thanksgiving with thanksgiving (laughs) yes yes
1: that that scripture literally for me that um whatever you delight yourself in the lord he will answer your prayers and so i just believed that word literally Mm -hmm. that if i just come to jesus with prayer and thanksgiving that my prayers would be answered that for the most part, I could be led by him and not my my brain, you know, or just a, a whim.
0: Do you remember wrestling with that at all? Like, is this really God, or was it fairly simple for you?
1: You know, I still do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I still do wrestle, <laughs> and I and more so not with just not with just prayer, but if if the Lord spoke. I feel like the Holy Spirit spoke a word to me for someone else mm. or to call and pray or give them a word of knowledge that I deeply, deeply want to make sure that's the Holy Spirit and not me. Yeah. And sometimes I do, I, I don't do it because I feel like that's me
0: and not the Holy Spirit how do you how do you do that discerning can you put words to even what cuz it's so weird to try to put words to it cuz it just we just kind of feel our way into it but we sometimes do. there'll be something that you go oh that's kind of a indicator to me that that might be me and not the holy spirit
1: well i i think if we if i line it up with with the word of god you know if i have an unction from the holy spirit to Pray with someone about some issue or healing or whatever it is. I try to line that up with the word of God to make sure that I'm not hurting someone, I'm not Mm. giving them something that would hurt or harm them, but to lift them up, to encourage them, to uh, let them know, you know, God is still with you. Um, that all those things line up with God's word and then not to feel like I'm putting myself out there. I think I deal with that more, Connie, yeah. than anything is, you know, I don't, I don't want to be the light. I don't yeah. want to be, um, uh, the one doing this. I want that person to know that it is through it's Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit. And I'm just an instrument,
0: And that can be tough because the person has you in front of them.
1: Right, exactly. And so it's reminding them that, you know, Jesus put you on my heart. And um, I I feel like that. He wants to let you know that he's a very present help in anything that you're going through. And they'll say, God, I was just thinking about that last Hmm. night and that... That situation that, God, I hope you're there. I hope you're in this decision or I hope you're um, hearing me pray that prayer because I want to be, I want to do the right thing. You know what I mean? Isn't that encouraging when that happens? Yes. It's <laughs> like, wow, God, they're blown away. I'm blown away. <laughs> That's kind of how I yeah. feel. It's like, yeah. wow. and. I know I was praying with someone. I had a prayer partner when we we were over the prayer ministry. Um, The young lady had asked for prayer for someone that was in another country, and she wanted to make sure that they were safe. And before I knew it, I said, "He's in the hand of God. God has him in the palm of His hands, and you don't have to worry." And she said, she started crying and said thank you so much and the other person said well I just want to make sure she said he is it a he she said yes Mm -hmm. and so if I don't think about it as much I I I heard it and I know that's exactly what the Holy Spirit said and if I but if I think about it too long (laughs) I'm more apt not to step out.
0: Yeah. I think we call that analysis paralysis. Is that what it is? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We can talk ourselves out of stuff. Can't we? Yeah.
1: (laughs) So I try not to think about it. Yeah. An awfully lot. uh, So I can
0: know, okay, I have that confirmation. So you mentioned the woman who mentored you, prayer and worship, and that tongues came into it. Is tongues still a part of your prayer journey? Every day, every day. Um,
1: I remember back when I received Christ as my Savior, and there was a young minister that was preaching. He was 13, 13. 14, oh, that's young, <laughs> and we called him the yeah the boy preacher uh, hmm. out of Lawton, Oklahoma, and uh, it was a youth revival, and we had so many young people that night. But it was like a sweep of the Holy Spirit just erupted. I mean, we just everybody broke out in praise, and hmm. young people and. Everywhere we had wall to wall young people there, and people were speaking tongues, just came out of nowhere. Uh, we just started speaking it from then on. I we were taught about the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues. And part of is it part of your prayer life? Is it to uh, uplift the church, the body of Christ? What part of of it plays in your daily life and mine is more prayer as i pray the holy spirit uh gives me those tongues and i just speak it and then if i feel a an awesome closeness to jesus when Mm. that happens and whether it's something has come out of that whether it's scripture that I've totally forgot about but you know the holy spirit takes me back there or
0: um calling someone just to tell them I love them. it's fascinating to me that um as you're talking about praying you're mostly praying for specific people mm-hmm. for individuals mm-hmm. um rather than an issue or a topic Mm -hmm. of some kind. Mm -hmm. Because some people feel really led to pray for, say, the community or the nation. Right. And God's putting people, an individual, on your mind.
1: Yes. Uh, It's usually not a group. It's that individual person or the issue that that person has requested prayer for. And I've prayed for groups before, but daily it's usually... Someone the Holy Spirit has put in my yeah. spirit.
0: And that's just part of that unique partnership you have with the Holy Spirit. Yes. Yes. It yeah. is. It is. What would you say your spiritual gifts are? Does that correlate with your is, gifting in general? I think so.
1: Discernment, um, comfort, encouragement. I, I consider myself an encourager uh, yeah. to... Uh, to love someone, in. Um,
0: I, I think that's part of my gifts. Well, I feel that when I'm around you, so I would say, okay. <laughs> thank you. I would say I've experienced that. <laughs> I find myself wondering as I'm listening, and we haven't even talked about this, so I don't think so. I'm bringing this up out of the blue, but okay. what would you say the role of faith is for you in mm. relationship to prayer?
1: You know that that has a lot to do with my prayer life mm. and trusting God. and from the time um you know sharing about how uh, I was going to be married to someone else, and that didn't work out. but by faith, you know, I trusted God enough to know that this wasn't the one, but Ronnie Ladd was the yeah. one. And a part that I didn't get to share was the Holy Spirit spoke that to me, that Ronnie was going to be your husband, is going to be your husband, but do not tell him that. So you knew Ronnie at the time. I I only met him when I went off to college. Okay. And we met a month after I started college, my freshman year Mm. in college. And we met and talked and Probably a month after we were dating, I realized that he was going to be my husband. But the Holy Spirit said not to say anything. (laughs) (laughs) It probably sounded weird. The Holy Spirit (laughs) said that you're
0: going to be my husband. (laughs) could be a little bit, you know. Uh, (laughs) That would start an interesting conversation or end one. I don't know which. (laughs) Exactly. So that
1: faith walk was very big in my life, just um, trusting that what I'm hearing and what God is saying in His word. you know, just uh, being taught by uh, Doris Davis. she was a a woman of God that could bring the word alive. Mm-hmm. She was a, a very good illustrator. So the word seemed so real when she would teach it, um, and the the examples that she brought, and the, it was like, yeah, I, I, I can see Jesus doing that. I could I could see him calling his friend Lazarus up. I could, I could see that. So she made it so um, vivid. And then us praying, she had us praying for people, lay hands on them, and mm. let's pray for them. And, um, okay, tomorrow we're going to go witnessing. We're going to go do street ministry, and we're going to pass out tracts and tell people about Jesus. And I'm like,
0: we're going to what? This is when you were 15 or a teenager? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was like, Okay. She said, Now you can do this. You're just having a conversation with people and asking them if they would like to have prayer for whatever reason. And then you give them that track and then invite them to church and watch God move. And so we saw alcoholics come to church and just stop, just. Delivered from alcoholism or a pain in someone that the doctor said they couldn't figure out what it is. And we would lay hands on them and they would be healed. And I, and I felt like it was innocence, just trusting and believing that, you know, God, Jesus did it back then. Why can't we yeah. do it now? Yeah. And so she be- Believe she taught us to believe that what Jesus did back in the biblical days, he still does now. Today,
0: what a remarkable woman! It
1: was amazing. So,
0: what did that do for you to have that experience as a teenager? Then
1: it built confidence, trust, and trusting in God's word, standing firm. Even when it looks like it's not happening, it's, um, you know, believing in the word, stand steadfast and unmovable. um, Always standing in the on God's work in the word of the Lord and trusting him. But the biggest thing is to to remind people that it's not us. This is this is all Jesus's work. We're just vessels.
0: So that's been quite a few years (laughs) (laughs) since then.
1: (laughs) Just a little bit. Just a little bit.
0: (laughs) I would imagine there's been some times when it's been hard to do that, to have that standing, staying there when you're not seeing, when you're just not seeing in response.
1: Yeah. Even um, I remember as a senior in high school how – you know, um, the, the revivals are gone. You know, those, that excitement of newness is gone. And you look around and you're kind of the only one standing with your Bible and trusting God that you can keep me, Lord. Even in the valley, you can keep me. And um, so I would do things like uh, part of a school auxiliary. I would be the prayer person Mm -hmm. for that, you know, just to be a witness for one, but uh, to build confidence in another. And then um, in college and, uh, you know, looking like, You know, the word fanatic came around a little bit. Jesus people a little bit. But then those same people that said that. Knocking at your dorm door wanting prayer.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, And then early in our marriage. Trusting God for children and for jobs. Um, at, At one time. early in our marriage um, Ronnie got laid off on a job and it seems like it was around the time when AT&T was moving out of Oklahoma City and jobs were in the 80s when the oil boom had kind of dried up here and we were just trusting for Ronnie to get a job we had two little boys Mm. and my income And we went to a revival one night in Shawnee and an evangelist called Ronnie up and uh, he told Ronnie and he said, God has called you into the ministry and you're getting ready to be offered two or three jobs. We didn't know him. He didn't know us. And that brother that you've been praying for, God is getting ready to bring him to the foot of the cross. And at the time, it was the brother that just passed here Mm, recently. And uh, Sandy accepted Christ, left that nightlife scene, and gave himself to the Lord shortly, probably a month after that service that we went to. So it's that faith, you know, trusting God for a job and is God really calling Ronnie into the ministry and, you know, are we, are we, are we praying the right prayers? And then there's a confirmation from an evangelist from Texas.
0: (laughs) Who doesn't know you. No. And did Ronnie get the job offers? Yeah, he got three job offers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yes.
0: Yes. Wow. I love seeing all these streams that God weaves together with your prayers, the worship and tongues and trusting and scripture and Mm -hmm. getting out of the streets and telling people, and it's all woven Mm -hmm. into prayer. There's not a separation between any of it.
1: I don't think it, I I don't know how you separate it. And it may have been because that's the way I was uh, mentored, but prayer is central the word is central your worship is central and so all of it is woven together and that that's the part that i feel like makes me spiritually Mm. i was made to worship i i feel like i'm a true worshiper and hopefully in spirit and in truth Um, so I don't know how you separate that from Constance to me. It's just part of me.
0: I just, I keep thinking of the woman. It's Doris. What's her last name? Doris Davis. Doris Davis. I'm assuming she's probably passed away by She has. And just what a remarkable gift she was for you. The right person at the right time who just set you on a trajectory that, I'm trying to imagine what your life would have been like without her. Oh, goodness. I it just I think about that often mm-hmm.
1: because I came from a broken home. It was at the time, Connie, when uh I'm sure I had that rebellion spirit coming up out of me. So it was all god's timing, I remember when she knocked on our door uh, she came to visit my mom and to ask my mom if one of her girls could help with putting this um, it was a Jesus march and then the the revival and uh, she said, "Here you can take Constance, my oldest daughter, and I knew that was God because my sisters came but it's kind. It was kind of like that Mary and Martha. It was like I had to sit at her feet and eat. It, it was. It. I had that hunger for God's word, and the Holy Spirit and what I could hear. What it. It was like Jesus, tell me more. Tell me more. I that. I can be delivered from something that I haven't experienced that I knew my mother wanted more for for us than what she had, and he and God heard her prayers mm-hmm. and uh out of that, I've been able throughout the years to reach out to young women, whether it was. At the time, Central, Central State University, but yeah. UCO now, um, to uh, teach and to, uh, on a one-on-one basis, mm. draw people to Christ and share the gospel of Christ, the freedom in Christ, the love, everlasting love in Christ, and to uh, share with them, how, how vital prayer is.
0: Well, I know we said you don't usually pray for groups, but I'm going to ask you to to pray for, I just feel like there's some Dorises that God wants to raise up Mm -hmm. and there's some Mm -hmm. high schoolers Mm -hmm. that are in that place of hunger. Mm -hmm. And would you just kind of close for us by praying for these people that Mm -hmm. God would, recreate your story Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in others? Sure.
1: Father, in the name of Jesus, Mm. we just thank you and bless you and praise your name. and We thank you for who you are in our life. And Lord, just as you came to me at a very early age in life, Lord, we pray that more Doris Davises will rise up to undergird to hold spiritually, to lead, to guide and direct our youth. Father, to, for them to set, set at others' feet and be fed just like I was fed and told about you, stories about you, and how they came alive in my life, we pray that they will come alive in them. Draw, Lord Jesus. Lord, you said accept uh, a man is drawn by you. We ask that you would draw, that you would raise up, that uh they would spring up with living waters ready to, to feed others, feed the youth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you so much, Constance. You're welcome. This what was a joy. Fun. What a joy. Thank you. <laughs> That's all for today's episode of Kingdom Life. Thanks for listening, and thanks to Constance for joining me today. If you'd like to learn more about All Saints Community Church, visit us at allsaintsokc.org or follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at ASCCOKC.